Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Show. We continue on on this Friday, and the Packers getting ready to take on the Minnesota Vikings. You have got a Viking, at least reported by Adam Schefter, that has a linebacker that has tested positive for COVID. We're waiting for more information to come out on that today, as uh, we don't know the name. We don't know who. We don't know if it's a starter, if it's a backup, what have you. But nevertheless, uh, it has um, it has come to light, and now you hope that no, there aren't any other positive COVID tests coming out of Minnesota and coming into the game against the Packers, the worst thing would be is if somebody doesn't test positive today, but yet they're still carrying, and then they test positive, say, on Saturday or Sunday after the ball game, and suddenly you have a, an outbreak via the Green Bay Packers organization as well. So you're you're crossing your fingers that that does not happen, and uh, you hope that uh, they're able to kind of nip this uh, relatively quick. But uh, for the Packers to get a win this weekend, what blank – is going to have to happen. What do you think the keys to a Packers win this weekend are? And Or more so, you know what? You can even look at it from the opposite perspective, and this is uh, Art who lives over in Minneapolis who says it's simple. Let Kirk Cousins throw the football and let their defense try to chase down Devontae Adams and anybody else you throw out there. We stink. That's from Art's perspective as a Vikings fan. Maybe what doesn't have to happen is, or or what happens uh, regarding the Vikings. Uh, And you let that speak for itself so a lot of frustration there we get a, i will say this we get a lot of fans that are uh across the border because we have some pretty good affiliates uh over in that area and obviously the radio.com app as well our friends that uh, go to radio.com download the app and then you can search for us um, right there at uh, either one you can just search bill michaels or two you can search 1250 a.m the fan out of milwaukee and the show will pop up obviously then as well but uh, I got a couple more, and this is from James. James says, uh, this is where the men of purple 
gear up because this is all they have left to play for. Beating the Bears is one thing, but beating the Green Bay Packers, who have held dominance in the division for so many years, would be a feather in their cap. It would at least make their season survivable, uh, not only for us as fans, but for them as well, I'm sure. Kirk Cousins is not anywhere near the quarterback that we thought he was, albeit, and then he's got, in parentheses, I didn't think he was that good to begin with. Um the decimation of injuries and the problem with the offensive line continues. Mike Zimmer has interaction with the media in the same sense that Aaron Rodgers did last week. It can become contentious. I think he's a, co- a coach that's in denial. Um, he seemed jovial when he met. I shouldn't say jovial in the sense that he was, you know, feeling great because you know of their record or anything like that. But he, he seemed like a, a, a genuinely um, happier, if you will, guy. When uh, when he spoke with the media this past week, didn't seem like he was contentious or irritated or anything like that. And as a matter of fact, he went as far as to praise the media of the of the Green Bay Packers to say this was some of the best lines of questioning that I've had in a long time. So, which is good. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight again. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. So, what are the keys to a Packers win this weekend? What do you think the keys are? to the Packers getting a win this weekend. I would love to love to hear your uh, take on all of this. Again, 855-830-8648. Uh, Mark writes in a Wendy's email inbox, he says, I think the Packers are going to get a win if they're able to run the football consistently, get a couple of long drives, and get up early. If they get up early on the Minnesota Vikings, they can pin their ears back and come after Kirk Cousins. It will be a feast. Uh, this one's from uh, Mark. Mark says, trick or treat. Doesn't matter. They're coming over to get a rock, much like Charlie Brown did. <laughs> and it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Minnesota will go home with an empty sack. All right. I like the fact that you're bringing up a good Charlie Brown. There's nothing wrong with that. Are they still doing trick-or-treat? I haven't even looked to see if they're doing that this year in my neighborhood. They're all trick or Because, you know, I would assume if you if you hand it out and you're, you're – hands are sanitized and such and you're wearing a mask and the kids are wearing a mask you should be able to trick or treat or see them coming and then set the candy out or something like that i i I would assume are you letting your kids trick or treat that's another question right there i don't even know i know i'm not going to be home on saturday so I know I'm going to do the the bowl on the porch thing. The good news is that I have uh, security uh, on my, you know the ring cameras and such, and uh, so they can it can see you. So when everybody comes on the porch, I can literally answer the doorbell. Maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe that's the way to do it. You answer the doorbell by saying "boo," you know, and then say "only take one" or something like that. So and and the go-to candy for me is the stuff that I like, which is always like Reese's cup, Reese cups. Every now and then I'll get a hankering for something like the York Peppermint Patty, but always Reese Cups. Reese Cups, Snickers. Every now and then I get crazy with Kit Kats, but Reese Cups and, uh, and and York Peppermint Patties, man. That's it. That's good stuff. But are they even trick-or-treating? I don't even know if you can trick-or-treat in COVID. It's a good question. Uh, 855-830-8648. Uh, give us a shout. Keys to the Packers getting a win. Uh, Judy writes in the Wendy's email inbox, so the Packers are going to win hands down. I'm more worried about San Francisco. I think the Packers should be as well. I think they should have to worry too much about what they've done to Minnesota in the past. They will win this game 35-25. So you're saying a 10-point, which is, you know what, 10 points, though. You're still, it's only two scores going towards the end of a ball game. 
you know? Anything can happen on two scores, and you throw a couple of turnovers into that mix, even if they're accidental. You know, somebody punches the ball out, and suddenly you've got a, a fumble that's recovered by Minnesota. You know, a, a ball is tipped at the line of scrimmage, flies into the air, and you've got an interception via Aaron Rodgers or something. I know it's unheard of, but something like that could happen. And all of a sudden, you're talking about a couple of possessions. Could that happen? Pearl writes in the Wendy's email inbox and says, I would love to go trick-or-treating at Lambeau Field and give the Vikings a rock. I don't think it's going to happen. Packers win this one easily, 42-10. to 10. Wow. Pearl, you're feeling it. She says, by the way, uh, have you heard anything further about them letting fans in Lambeau Field? Uh, no, I mentioned it in the first hour of the program. Rob Domofsky took a picture, uh, and it's a picture of the signs that were delivered near the south end zone entrance of Lambeau Field. Now, I don't know if they're still there. I couldn't tell you. I, I didn't see them personally, but I did see them via the uh, uh, I did see them via the uh, the picture from Rob Domofsky. But basically, it's signs that fans would see as if they were entering Lambeau Field, as if they were going in to talk about masks, continual being worn, social distancing, the ticket policy, all of that. That would be the kind of signs that you would see out in front of the entrances as fans would be then walking into Lambeau Field of what you need to do and what you need to know to remain socially distant and safe inside Lambeau Field, if indeed they do allow a modicum of fans in there. They just announced, what was it, uh, yesterday or the day before, uh, anywhere from 15 to 20, 25,000 are going to be allowed inside Raymond James Stadium, 20%, something like that capacity for Super Bowl. They're hoping for more if uh, if they get a little bit more of a handle on COVID. Uh, got a uh, note the other day from uh, one of the guys down there that says they are going to do some events in Tampa for Super Bowl, and they're going to be outside instead of inside Convention Center. Inside the Convention Center is still going to happen. It's just going to be uh, different because it's going to be so much more spread out. The NFL fan experience is going to be uh, be very, very limited. So it's going to be interesting to see what the uh, NFL comes up with. But make no mistake about it, they're not going to just blank can the whole thing because there's just way, 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 way too much money. You'd rather make money and lose a little bit than don't do anything and lose a lot. I think that's the way the NFL looks at it. So there's still a lot of money to be made down there in Tampa. Um, 855-830-8648. Go ahead and give us a shout. Want to know what your keys to the Packers getting a win are? We've touched on a lot of them. You know, but what are your thoughts? And maybe more so, what are you looking for coming into this ballgame? Because there's a few things that I'm specifically looking for coming into this ballgame. Okay, and I'll tell you what they are coming up. Coming up next, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip, bringing you those great meals at Quick Trip. You can take them, heat them, and eat them. They're good to go. All kinds of different handmade meals just like mom would make. They package them up, send them to the stores, and that very day you can take them home, pop them into the microwave, get them out, you're good to go. Maybe while you're sitting there waiting for kids to come, if, if no kids are coming, I guess it's no big deal, but you can sit there and eat those things and then still be able to pass out some Reese's Cups later on if you're going to do some trick-or-treating. That being said, there you have it. That's from our friends at Quick Trip. Want to know what your keys to a victory are and or what you're looking for this weekend out of your Green Bay Packers as they uh, continue, hopefully, to exert dominance over the NFC North. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
they had Seattle. They lost to them by one point, and in my opinion, should have won the game. Same with the Tennessee Titans. They lost to them by one point. Those are two teams that have lost one game apiece. So if you don't get ready to play each and every week in this league, you're going to get whipped. He's right. Matt LaFleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Not wanting to talk at all about San Francisco during his presser over the last couple of days. They're not even mentioning it. I'm sure they're thinking about it, but uh, they're not mentioning it, which is good. I mean, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself. Obviously, you want to don't want to get down that road. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over at Van Horn Automotive, where they are paying cash for your vehicle if you would like to just get some cash. Uh, otherwise, if you want a, a new car or a used car, they can do that as well. By the way, if you want to sell your car, take it in. Don't worry about uh, getting pressured to buy another one. If you just want to take it in, sell your vehicle, get out from underneath the payment, whatever it happens to be, they can help you out. Go in and see them for the details uh, because they are really doing some good stuff when it comes to bolstering their inventory and, and helping many others out right now during the, uh, during the time of need. However, if you do want a new car or a used car, do what I did. Uh, and I know that's a cliche as well, but it's, it's true. I, I went online. I went to VanHornAuto.com, and I found the vehicles that I wanted. And then I worked directly with them. I've uh, gotten four vehicles from them. I just bought uh, the Hyundai Genesis and also the Chevy Silverado. And, uh, it, and it's been a great experience, which is the reason I keep going back. Uh, and this last one, because of the whole CDC guideline thing, they delivered it to me. They delivered it. Uh, you know, the six-foot distancing, the masks, the whole thing. You know, you, they, they have these, you know, gloves on, hand sanitizer and all that kind of stuff. And you sign the paperwork on the hood of the car, and they jump into another car and go home, and you just received your vehicle. It's completely clean, wiped down. They've got covers over the steering wheel, all that kind of stuff. I mean, they deliver it to you, so they don't have a fear of, of catching anything, even if you do need a new vehicle. They can do it for you. You can spec it out right there online. So many things they can do, and all you have to do is check out VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com, where they are family-born and employee-owned, and they really do have a lot of skin in the game. All their employees do so. Uh, I highly, highly recommend them. Check them out if you can. Uh, again, family, uh, family-born and employee-owned. Again, go to VanHornAuto.com. So, keys to a Packers win this weekend. Keys to a Packers win this weekend. What do they need to do? Um, over on Twitter, i got to get to Twitter, but by the way, uh, this could be a trap game for the Packers. I think the only way they lose this game is if they're looking ahead to the 49ers. That's from C.J. McGee. Grandpa Gone Wild says, control Dalvin Cook and the Vikings defense uh, gets any shot at gaining momentum, confidence by getting to Rodgers, keep him upright. Um, they are saying that now it's it's unconfirmed. They're saying it was a linebacker, Todd Davis, that has tested positive for COVID. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. But if that's the case, okay. Uh, but a player within the, uh, the Vikings organization has tested positive, or at least that's according to Adam Schefter. Um, this one, yeah, don't get tackled because then you'll get COVID. That's, uh, that's a good one from AK. AK, you the man. You are correct in that, by the way. 855-830-8648. What are you looking for in this game? Might be another way to go about this. What are you looking for in this game? 
uh, when you talk about keys to victory and looking for. Uh, this is from Mark. Mark says, I'm looking for the offensive line to play well again without David Bakhtiari. Don't rush him back if you don't have to. And then I want to see Jamal Williams run the ball effectively again. Also, Preston Smith showed up in the last game. Do you think he does it again? That was one of my, my look-ats. Uh, Josh Jackson is, Jackson is playing better and uh, playing, you know, again, you can lose your job in football by uh, having an injury. And Kevin King right now nursing that quad injury, and he's had a little bit of a setback. So Jackson has had his opportunity and has looked better in doing so. So it's good that when, when guys that are backups come in and play admirably well, it's good to see because then you realize that your team does have the depth that maybe you thought they did. Uh, B-Rad Shackman says, really? They're 1-5, meaning the Vikings. Just show up and play like the first game. Pretty simple. Aaron should have 400 yards passing. They have no backfield to speak of. Uh, this one's from Fuzz, who says, weather could be critical factor in the passing and kicking games. High winds at Lambeau Field concern me. Larry says, establish the run and pound the ball, then hit them with the pass. Uh, winds are going to be high. Jeff says, score early and often get up and allow your defense to do the work. Um, <laughs> Nathan says, Cobra Kai, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. I like that. Almost said it in like a Kevin Hart voice, right? <laughs> uh, 855-830-8648. Your keys to a Packers win this per- uh, uh uh, this particular weekend, uh, get up early, make their offense one-dimensional. Kirk Cousins stinks. Uh, John says, from over in Minneapolis, he says, I have no faith in my team. This team is a train wreck. Mike Zimmer just sits there and smiles and thinks he has all the answers. Then why can't he get this offense to look any better, even with the quarterback that they wanted? Uh, this is going to be another loss to a rival. I hate you Green Bay Packers fans, but I respect your franchise. <laughs> Appreciate the email, man. At least you can admit it. That's what Fandemonium's supposed to be, right? That's it. Um, uh, Jair Alexander has been a one-man wrecking crew. Why isn't he getting more play? Because you know why? Because you don't hear his name. That's why. Because you don't hear his name. He, he doesn't have a ton of picks because they're not throwing at him. He's got passes defended, and guys aren't open. That's how good he's been. It's kind of like... Um, trying to think here it's kind of like David Bakhtiari okay does that make sense do you understand what I'm trying to say you don't hear about the pass rush from the outside on the left side of the line at least not usually right the only time you hear about David Bakhtiari is when he lets somebody slip through which is few very few and far between so it's the same thing with Jair Alexander the only time you really hear his name called is every now and then you know, somebody will, somebody will catch one on him. Or if you hear his name when he gets a pass defended or a pick, otherwise they don't throw at him. He's been that good. So when you talk about why doesn't he get more play, because they're not going at him, which is the biggest compliment. If, he, if he's not involved in the play on a passing down, that's the biggest compliment of all because they're not throwing at the guy. He's that good. Uh, Dustin says, my biggest concern is just the ability to stop the run. This team has proven time and again they're not very good at tackling. They have been better at setting the edge. 
and not allowing the run to get outside as much as it did last year. But then again, that comes with a price because on certain passing downs, if you're if you're stutter stepping and you're setting the edge, you're not bull rushing to the quarterback. The one thing, say a guy like Drew Brees. Drew Brees in that game uh, that they played against New Orleans. Drew Brees got rid of the football unbelievably quick. The pass rush was negated, which is the same thing that Aaron Rodgers did in game one, remember, against the Minnesota Vikings. The pass rush was negated because he got rid of the ball. So if I'm Kirk Cousins and I don't want the pass rush to get to me, I'm hitting quickly my outs. I'm going to my wide outs very quick. I'm trying to get – look, you got a new guy in Justin Jefferson who is all the rave. He's That's a guy that they're just giving such incredibly high praise for. Then you've got Adam Thielen, not to mention uh, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph is a tremendous tight end. So those three guys alone, then you got Johnson and Sharp that you can still throw the ball to. So, and and then obviously guys out of the backfield, Madison, Cook, you know, Abdullah. You know, you got those guys they can throw the ball to. But, but they, if he gets rid of the ball quickly, yeah, that can that can negate the pass rush. But the key is to set the edge, and then when they, especially if it's quick outs, don't allow yards after the catch. This is where when Zadarius Smith said we need to be better um, fundamentally at tackling, this is where that comes into play. You know, three-yard outs, two-yard outs, and not allowing any yards after the catch, that's as good as defending a a, a two-yard run. You take that in in a heartbeat. You know? 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. When we come back, Chris Raybon, the senior editor of the Action Network, we're going to talk about some of the betting lines. And we have a betting line that I have not seen in a long, long, long time regarding the NFL. That is coming up. Stay tuned. Also, our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right, Sean and the gang, want to remind you that they put these epoxy flooring and polyurea coatings down year-round. So if you've got a project, say, like your garage, say maybe a basement, a rec room, whatever it happens to be, or if you're a business owner for a showroom, they can get you done. All you got to do is check out our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. That is Epoxy Flooring Done Right, one of our great sponsors and one of the people that help us out each and every year with our tremendous Super Bowl coverage, myself, Mike Clemens, along with our friends at Sloppy Joe's, Joe and Ellen, Fish Fry tonight. If you're heading out, go to uh, out there in Hubertus, on Hubertus. Good Halloween weekend. Head to Sloppy Joe's. And then if you're going to be out and about, maybe you're going to go watch the Green and Gold coming up this Sunday. Uh, another great place to do it. And they're doing craft beers and social distancing inside all the time. That's our friends at Milwaukee Brewer. Milwaukee Brewing, downtown 9th Street. Uh, and by the way, that rooftop bar, while it's not open right now, beautiful overlooking the Pfizer Forum. Think about that place for maybe some uh, some parties or gatherings to do social distancing, maybe taking your sales team out, something like that. The Glass and Griddle next door, really good food. That's our friends at Milwaukee Brewing. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Chris Raybon talking some betting next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Hey, don't forget, coming up immediately following the game this Sunday, uh, Gary Ellerson and I, we break it all down, give you our analysis, and take your thoughts and your phone calls and your emails and your tweets. It's the Green and Gold Postgame Show, and it's on many of these same stations. And if you don't get it, 
Uh, you can tune in via the Internet at 1250 AM, The Fan out of Milwaukee, our flagship station. You can also follow us on the Radio.com app. I highly recommend that. You can go to BillMichaelSports.com and click on the Listen Live link. Plenty of ways, plenty of ways to uh, to uh, to chime if you should choose to do so. going to talk some betting coming up here in a minute. Uh, sad news today out of the world of uh, pro football and specifically the Green Bay Packers family. Herb Adderley has passed away at the age of uh, 81, a member of six championships te- championship teams. He played for the Cowboys as well, but uh, Herb Adderley uh, passing away today at the age. At least the announcement was made today. I don't know if it happened today, but uh, at least the announcement was today at the age of 81. He played for the Packers and the Cowboys, like I had mentioned, and was a part of uh, numerous championship teams, but a name synonymous. Uh, at the time with the Green Bay Packers and just, uh, you know, being a really good football player, recognizable football player and one of the top 100 So from uh, from years back. So sad day today in that sense. Uh, in the meantime, we bring in now Chris Raybon of the Action Network. And, Chris, how you doing today? How's it going, Bill? We're doing well. It's, uh, it, you know, we've got obviously a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, public betting going on this weekend. We've got some really good games to talk about. But I cannot remember the last time I saw a spread in the NFL of more than 14 points. Sometimes you can go 15 and a half or 14 and a half. But it was started out of what, 21, the Jets and the Chiefs, and now it's bet down to 19 and a half. But an enormous spread. Is it just because it's just the Jets just stink? <laughs> yeah, this is uh, one of the biggest spreads of all time. And. Uh, usually you see the, the, the underdog cover in those spots. So even though it opened at 21 points, you have seen uh, money come in on the Jets and that one, you know, move a little bit down. In fact, 82% of the money uh, is on the New York Jets, even though they're going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, I was going to say a lot of the money it looked as if it was coming in on the Jets with that big of a with that big of a spread. Uh, I know the bets, the majority of bets are going on the Chiefs, but the money is going on the Jets. And it, I, again, you say most of the time the underdog covers in that particular instance. Um, how many? Do you know the percentage by which the underdog covers versus the the way the underdog does not cover? I believe it's. It's only happened there's, – so there's only been a handful of these spreads, uh, right. you know, higher than, uh, tw- you know, 18 or 19 points. Uh, I believe the favorite has only covered one time. But there, we're talking wow. about, uh, you know, only like a, a, hand, a handful of these things. So yeah. um, not a large sample size to really draw a conclusion because it doesn't happen too often. But in, in the National Football League, it's just tough to, uh, you know, win by that many points and do it reliably. So you're usually going to see – uh, the bigger bets and the big money come in on the, the side of the big underdog in those spots. One of the games that I'm really intrigued by this weekend, uh, the Steelers and the Ravens, and the Steelers started out uh, obviously uh, high up in many people's boards. So they were, what, five and a half, I think, at that point. It's been bet down a little bit, uh, but still it looks like a majority of the money, a majority of the bets. There's people that are just believing the Steelers now are now, short of maybe Kansas City, the Steelers are now the team to beat in the AFC, do you st- are they saying that now in Vegas? Yeah, this is one where, you know, they have the undefeated Steelers, you know, coming in uh, and uh, get another win last week. And, and the Ravens kind of coming off a bye here, so a little bit out of sight, out of mind. And uh, we're seeing, you know, 61% of the, the money, 75% of the bets. Coming in on Pittsburgh uh, as a four-point underdog against Baltimore, 
Uh, but I'd be careful with that. You know, Pittsburgh, even though they're undefeated, uh, has had some struggles on offense, you know, being consistent uh, from down to down. And uh, teams usually uh, like Baltimore, really good coming off a of bye. I believe Harbaugh is 9-3 and three against the spread coming off a of bye uh, in his career. So uh, this is a tough one. I, I think I would expect some bigger money to come on Baltimore uh, a little bit later in the week. But for now, uh, the public is kind of riding Pittsburgh with, with that undefeated season. Rams and Dolphins going at it. This intrigues me because you've got a majority of the bets on the Rams, but the money seems to be split, and it's, what, three and a half, three points, I think, at this point. And, I, boy, I tell you what, that's – I think the Rams are a much better team, but uh, the Dolphins obviously are starting Tua. Are we seeing a lot of action because Tua has been announced as the starter? I think we're seeing uh, some – some, some sharper money coming in on the, the Dolphins, definitely. So the issue with the Rams is that they've played well, um, but it's hard to really get a good sense of how good they truly are because uh, their victories have come against the NFC East, and then they, they beat the Chicago Bears, who have a good record, but as you can see if you watch the game, just really struggling on offense. So. Um, the Dolphins are a well-coached team, and remember the Rams. This is another road trip for them. They've already gone back and forth for the NFC East. Now they're going all the way from LA, uh, you know, out here to to Miami on the other side of the globe. So uh, three and a half is the spread. Fifty-six uh, percent of the money on the Rams, uh, but uh, just uh, excuse me, fifty-six percent of the bets, but just fifty-one percent of the money. So about a five percent difference in favor of Miami, uh, and Miami is generally a team that's getting some of the sharper action uh, just because of the uncertainty with Tua. Uh, the money line for Miami is also getting hit uh, by big money. So um, just kind of a situation where it's more playing on the uncertainty factor and the fact that we don't know as much about the Rams. And Miami's a well-coached team as well with uh, Brian Flores. Uh, you got the Colts and the Lions. Lions are a team that's climbed back to 500. They got a little bit of momentum. It's it's been the first time in a long time that you can talk about them even saying that in the same breath. Matthew Stafford playing pretty well, but even though the Colts have a, a good record, I think they have a pretty good team. Boy, Philip Rivers, he just looks as if uh, Father Time is about ready to tackle him at the goal line for sure. But a lot of the money, a lot of the money coming in on the Colts, while the betting seems to be about 50-50, right? Yeah, this is one of those spots where uh, you have that road favorite coming off a of bye, uh, which we talked about a few weeks ago, I think, and uh, that's uh, about 69% against the spread going all the way back to 2003. Um, you know, usually you see teams coming off a of bye, especially when they're on the road, uh, undervalued because people uh, overvalue home field advantage and, and they undervalue the bye. So uh, the Colts, they look shaky and uh, personally, I usually stay away from betting uh, on Phillip Rivers for, you know, just a, a guy who who will kind of turn the ball over at, you know, unexpected times. But um, in this spot, we're seeing 82% of the money on the Colts uh, compared to just 52% of the bets. So huge, huge, sharp action, big money uh, on the Colts in this spot. The Lions were lucky to get get that win last week. The Falcons kind of gave it to them. I can't remember the last time I saw less bets and less money bet on the Patriots. Uh, I know the Bills. This is a kind of a statement game for the or for the uh, for the Bills, and the fact that uh, they're looking to stake their claim to the top spot in the AFC East, and apparently most of the nation agrees with them because uh, the Patriots just look awful at this point. The line has moved very little, but it seems like everybody's choosing the Bills now as the top dog in the AFC East. Yeah, I think coming into the year, that, that 
was kind of the right call with the Bills, but uh, you almost kind of wonder, you know, with the Patriots, now that everyone's doubting them out, uh, probably a, be- a good time to go, um, you know, bet on them as an underdog here. But the, the public is going with the Bills, uh, 60, uh, 59% of the public betting on the Bills, but just 53% of the money. So you're seeing a little bit more big money on the Patriots, and this line will probably continue to move in the Bills' favor, uh, Julian Edelman, uh, announced out, so uh, I would expect some bigger money to hit the Patriots, just because uh, you still expect a, a pretty low-scoring competitive game. So uh, you know, don't count the Patriots out just yet. Uh, you got the Bears. The Bears are taking on the Saints, and the Saints going into Soldier Field. It seems to be at least uh, split a little bit when it comes to the total amount of money. I know there's a few more people believing in the Saints than there are the bears and that usually is the way you try to follow the follow the follow the the winner the outcome so to speak but uh not a lot of people much like you had stated earlier nobody's believing in this bears off their defense is pretty solid but their offense can't do anything to support that defense whatsoever but i can't believe the money is so split what i I guess my question would be why do you think it's split is it just because of the point spread being what five and a half or something yeah, so I think it's, it's, it has to do with the Saints kind of beginning of the week with some injuries as well. You remember, like, every single wide receiver they have is out, uh, you know, and, and even Callaway started the week out. But um, what you are seeing in this one, and, you know, you, you sometimes you follow the money and it, it's obvious, but in this one, you know, the line opened, uh, it was about two and a half when uh, the Monday night game ended. And even though the money's been split, uh, you know, 50-50 on the Saints and the Bears, this line has moved all the way to five uh, in favor of the Saints. So um, that kind of tells you that, you know, the, the the sharper bets are still coming in on the Saints. The books are moving the lines, uh, tw- uh, you know, with the Saints getting action here. So um, it really just a tough spot for Chicago. They haven't really uh, maintained any type of consistent offense. And Allen Robinson – uh, enter the concussion protocol as well, which is going to be, uh, which would be really a, a big loss. So um, right now we're seeing the the the, uh, the action split, but again that line has moved about two and a half to three points uh, in it, you know toward the Saints, which uh, kind of tells you the situation there. The Eagles and the Cowboys. This is also a big spread. I can't believe the Eagles are favored by this much. Why are the Eagles favored so much? Now, the Eagles, I agree. Look, I would be betting on the Eagles, and especially with the Eagles uh, giving up some points. But, uh, boy, I tell you what, the Eagles are not a good team by any stretch. Is it just because the Cowboys are down to, you know, a guy that was a beer vendor prior to becoming a quarterback in the National Football League? I mean, it it has to be that because there's no other reason for the Eagles team – uh, nine and a half point favorites to be getting that much action, and I mean, this is a this is kind of a a, a hold your nose game where I think if you're like the, a professional better, no one's really going to bet the cow uh, the Eagles in this spot. So this is pretty much all public action, but we are seeing you know sixty four percent of the bets, eighty seven percent of the money. On the Eagles, this line is ballooned from seven and a half to nine and a half. Uh, I fully expect uh, you know big money to hit the Cowboys once the public like finishes you know inflating this line. Right now, there's really no point uh, for the big money to hit the Cowboys. But uh, just a just a spot where as an you know as a better, you're looking at the Cowboys and there's just a lot of uncertainty. But should be a low scoring game. Uh, and the Eagles, even facing a backup quarterback, you know, 10 points is a huge spread, nine and a half. So uh, this is a game I would completely stay away from 
if I wanted to bet the Eagles just because it, it's not a smart play. They could win, but they could win, you know, by seven, six, five. Uh, just a tough spot. Uh, then last but not least, obviously, the game in our own backyard. Uh, out of the th- last 36 meetings between these two teams, the Vikings and the Packers, 23 of them have been decided by seven or less. It seems like the whole world is ignoring the six that the Packers are giving and betting the Packers to win by by seven or more easily in, in this contest. And I, I always have a little bit of uh, anxiety when it comes to these two teams matching up. So it seems like everybody else seems to say, ah, to heck with it, the Packers are going to win this game easy. Yeah, and, and we talked last week, and I, I told you, you know, last week was the week to bet on the Packers, you know, coming off the tough loss against a good defense that gets pressure. They're going up against a bad one uh, in Houston. And, and of course, they, you know, they, they get it done. And, but now it's like a lot of people are doubling down here. Uh, and I don't know if that's the right call. You know, uh, 92% of the bet on the Packers here. And yet there's only – 62% of the money on the pack. That's a 30% money difference in favor of the Vikings. Uh, the line is six and a half of the total. 58% of the bets on the over, 76% of the money on the under. Uh, weather expected to be a factor. Uh, we know that Kirk Cousins also struggles against the Packers. Uh, you know, so this could be a lower scoring game. But it, that could, it could also be a closer game. So, yeah, I would recommend that people, you know, don't just double down on the Packers in this But I think the smarter call on this one uh, is actually the under because you benefit from a guy like Kirk Cousins struggling, even if the Packers maybe, um, you know, don't, don't play quite as well as they did in the first meeting against the Vikes. Uh, usually you see the Vikes struggle uh, against Green Bay's defense as well. Good stuff, Chris, as always. We appreciate it. We'll get back at you again next week, getting into the next week's slot of games, okay? All right, Bill, take care. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you later. There you go. Chris Raybon of the Action Network, senior editor, giving us some of the lowdown on the betting coming into the contest this weekend between the Packers and the Vikings and uh, the other games that are on the docket as well. Hey, uh, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, I want to remind you that uh, you only got a day left. A day left. you got to be able to get uh, in at least your consultation. Get it in here in the next day and uh, check it out because it's no money down, no payments for uh, 24 months or 12 months, excuse me, and uh, no interest for 24 months. It's that simple. Or you can go uh, 12 years, 2.99% APR. they got a good deal going on right now. And all they're saying is, look, eventually it's going to get cold. Eventually you're going to be wanting to uh, change out the windows and doors and make your home more efficient, more beautiful, more secure. And uh, they want to help you out. Again, no money down, no interest, and no payments for 24 months or 12 years, 2.99% APR financing to approve credit right now. Free consultation. Check it out at PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Welcome back. Sad news today. I mentioned it uh, last uh, last segment, but uh, Herb Adderley passing away today. Has some championships to his name. So uh, if you are a Packers fan from years gone by or just a Packers historian, Packers took him back in 1961. He was a, he was a halfback. He went over the defensive side of the football because the Packers already had Paul Horning, remember, and Jim Taylor. And then he was moved to cornerback. 
Uh, and uh, back, uh, what does it say? Uh, because uh, his teammate had gotten injured uh, against Detroit on Thanksgiving in that same year. Had an interception and a game-winning touchdown. And then the move became permanent in 1962. He was an all-NFL uh, defensive selection. So, uh, sad day today. Uh, and many different 39 interceptions in his nine seasons with the Packers led Green Bay or held Green Bay uh, Packer records for interceptions, returned for touchdowns in his career. Uh, he was tied by uh, with Darryl, Darren Sharper for a while, and then it was eventually broken by Charles Woodson and holds the record for interceptions and returned for touchdowns in one season, which is three back in 1965. So he uh, had, a, had a hell of a career. Obviously part of Lombardi's guys, so Herb Adderley. Now up there with Coach and Bart Starr and Willie Davis and numerous, numerous Hall of Famers that uh, came out of that era. So sad day in that regard. Uh, if you are a, a fan of Clemson football, Trevor Lawrence has announced that he has tested positive for COVID, so COVID rears its ugly head in that regard uh, as well. Now, they have different rules and regulations for ACC. They're kind of already predating this back to last Tuesday, I guess. They're saying, yeah, you've shown symptoms. and Because I think it's 10 days, not three weeks like it is in the Big Ten. I think it's like 10 days for protocols to set in. So I uh, I I would assume he's going to be back for the Notre Dame game. They're going to get him healthy in a hurry. If he if he I mean, if he's showing signs and he's still testing positive, that's one thing. But um, I would assume they're going to do everything they can to get him back in a hurry for that Notre Dame game, which is upcoming. But uh, I tell you what, uh, they got they got some pretty uh, pretty solid backups. As a matter of fact, I, th- I can't remember the kid's name, but he's a true freshman, but a big kid, uh, huge arm. Has already had a little bit of playing time earlier this season against the Citadel, and looked really strong. So uh, while Trevor Lawrence, it, you know, you hate to lose that guy. But apparently they got another five-star blue chipper man that uh, is backing him up and ready to go. So it doesn't it doesn't appear to be horribly detrimental. It's not like the Badgers who lost Jack Cohn and then lose their starter in Graham Mertz and, you know, they're, they're back up to the back up to the back up. I mean, it's just, you know, it's not like that. So uh, we'll see if Trevor Lawrence all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Test negative real soon and then is able to play against uh, the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame. Hey, when we come back after the top of the hour, Devontae Adams, wide receiver for your Green Bay Packers. You're going to hear from him. Also, we got some buy or sell around the corner. Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette is going to be joining us. And don't forget, top of the last hour of the program, it's the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen, will join us. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.